After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
so plain for all to see. Open your eyes, you'll realize my Sefer Now wake up, it's snowing. Look around and you'll see. It's past eternal plan. It's for us, can't you see? And though we feel this pain, that special day is almost. It's all for you, Masecha
Good morning. Do I hear the words regular format resonating throughout the entire Jewish world? I do. In fact, I do. It is so nice to be in our regular format here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Welcome to a Monday, everybody, as we head back to work. For those who are heading to a camp, for those who are heading to school, yeah, I know there is school during the summer for a lot of people. Whatever your case may be, and however you are spending your day, thanks for starting it off with us here at JM and the AM. want to welcome those of you from around the world, people tuned in in the USA and Israel and so many other countries on this globe. 
Shalom, shalom. Welcome and thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Had an incredible, really an incredible three weeks, nine days, and Tisha B'Av uh, program here. We really uh, put together a great format. I want to thank Rabbi Wine, of course, who was such an integral part of our nine days format. Information about his lectures at 1-800-499-WEIN or just search Rabbi Wine online. It's RabbiWine.com. And then yesterday, uh, starting with Matis and then moving to the New Springville Jewish Center, Rabbi Siegel had five amazing speakers on the subject of Kinos and Tishabov. And then uh, I had the pleasure, maybe that's the wrong word on Tishabov, uh, of being with uh, Rabbi Avi Weiss and Glenn Richter and everybody at the um, Isaiah Wall for Mincha yesterday at about 2 p.m., which was amazing. What an experience. And then last night, Project Inspire comes through with an amazing program with uh, thousands tuned into our network, thousands tuned into our network, which really makes me proud, really makes me proud. And um, and uh, and here we are. Tisha B'Av is over. I hope it was an easy and meaningful fast for all. Here we are now building up to Shabbos Nachamu, an amazing and incredible week here at JM in the AM. Aside from wonderful guests, we are traveling this week, and you know what that means. It means incredibly inspiring programming. Uh, we will be this week broadcasting from the plane, Nefesh Benefesh, their 58th charter flight. We'll be on it. We'll broadcast. You'll hear the show Wednesday morning between 6 and 9. Thursday, you'll hear our Yom NCSY show from Latrun. Friday morning, we'll be with the NCSY summer programs in Beit Meir. And uh, then Sunday, of course, we're at Camp Hask. And that's going to be an amazing experience. Literally, it's Hask Experience Day, and that is going to be an amazing experience. So, um... Yeah, what more can I tell you? What more can I tell you? Hask Experience Day is Sunday. If you want to give a shout-out to someone specific during the Hask show or a shout-out to someone specific during the NCSY shows, uh, simply um, email me. Put the words shout-out NCSY or shout-out Hask in the subject line. I will make sure to take that along with us and include it. Um, what's the email? Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M. At Nahum Siegel, N A C H U M S E G A L dot com. Monday morning on this July 23rd, the 11th of Menachem Av, 74 degrees, 100% humidity, southeast winds at 12 miles per hour. Looks like a wet week. These thunderstorms we've had over the last couple of days looks like they're going to continue. Uh, thunderstorms today, a high of 80. Tonight, thunderstorms low 74. Tomorrow morning, thunderstorms and a high of 81. Yerushalayim right now at 85. Not bad. Up in Guilford, no thunderstorms in Yerushalayim. <laughs> Even though we haven't gotten there yet, so who knows. <laughs> Up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Misora, who I believe are getting ready for a big Mordecai Shapiro concert tonight, they are at 70 degrees, and we're at 74 here in uh, New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. All right. So there you have it. There you have the whole story. Back to our regular format. And um, I believe we stay now in a regular format till Rosh Chodesh ER. 
which is quite a stretch. So make sure to be tuned in every single weekday morning with us here at JM in the AM, every Sunday morning with Matis on JM Sunday, and all through the day, every day. Today, a fresh edition of the Israel Show is coming up at 9 o'clock. At 11 a.m., Jake Novak with Novak Now on a whole bunch of stuff, no doubt, regarding the political scene and the world scene. So you'll have a lot of... Uh, a lot of amazing programming all through the t- today, all through the week, all through the year. Yeah, the good thing about the quote-unquote early year is that it's July 23rd and we're already in Nachamu week, which is really, it ain't going to be like that next year. <laughs> next year, you'll, I think we'll be in Nachamu week like August 15th, something like that. So that's pretty cool. It's July 23rd. We're already in Nachamu week with a whole bunch of the summer ahead. A uh, very adventurous summer, so uh, we are together every single day with amazing stuff, great programming, and plenty coming up here at JM in the AM. By the way, don't forget, you can comment on our JM in the AM at Nahum Siegel Network app. That is correct. Go to the uh, NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone. You'll see on the home screen it says, add a comment. Let us know where you are, what you want to hear, etc., etc., Comment away on the NSN app. More coming up. Simcha Liner, JM in the AM. Milchamot kashot, ridifot kavot, bechol zman, bechol makom. Avanu et parol, naavor gametze. עלילות שקרים צוררים קשים שרוצים רק להרוס עברנו את פרות, נעבור גם את זה אז נצא כולנו יחד לרחובות העיר ניקח אוויר
מלכים גדולים, מדינות ענק, אימפריות כה גדולות, כמעט שנעלמו, ואנחנו עוד כאן. כך אלפי שנים, מעטים מורבים, ואין ספר של ניסים. עם ישראל חי, אנחנו עוד כאן. אנחנו עוד כאן. עוד
J.M. in the A.M. Midnight Game done by the New York Boys Choir under the leadership of Yitzi Bald. That's their title track. Mitzvah Haba, that was Michal Przanski. You heard Yehuda Green's Mashiach off the brand new Neshamala. Shlaimi Gertner, brand new with Hands in the Air off of Serenity. R.J. 2 had Rachem. Uh, Amram Adar had Sasan Simcha. Simcha Liner had Na'avor. A lot of great music for you on a Monday morning as we are back in our regular format. A couple of our commentors <laughs> mentioned on the app the 10th of Av Shlomo Kalbach special. Usually on the 10th of Av, we have the stories of Shlomo Kalbach. Today, there is no 10th of Av, so we are not presenting the stories of <laughs> Shlomo Kalbach. But um, they, they missed that part of our post-nine days programming. I didn't even think about it this morning. Uh, so I apologize for that, but we're back into our regular format because today is, in fact, the 11th of Menachem Av. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And I don't know why our news from Israel is not heading straight to a newscast. A little bit unusual. Um, there we go. News from Israel at JM and צהל הודיע לאחר תחקיר ראשוני של האירוע בצפון הבוקר שני טילים בעלי ראשי נפץ של 500 קילו שוגרו מסוריה לכיוון ישראל ונחתו קילומטר בלבד מהגבול. כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון צחי דבוש. שני טילים גדולים בעלי ראשי נפץ של 500 קילו שוגרו מסוריה לכיוון ישראל. מיד הופעלו אזעקות בצפון ושוגרו לעברם מיירטים של שרביט קסמים. על פי הערכות הטילים שוגרו על ידי הסורים במסגרת הלחימה הפנימית במדינה. בסופו של דבר הם נחתו קילומטר בודד מגבול ישראל ולכן לא יורטו. מערכת העירות שרביט קסמים הופעלה לראשונה באירוע אמת ורשמה הצלחה. ממשלת סוריה מגנה את מבצע פינוי אנשי ארגון הקסדות הלבנות וקוראת לו מעשה נפשע. גם שגרירות רוסיה בישראל הגיבה על המבצע, בו ישראל סייעה בהעברת מאות מאנשי הארגון לירדן. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. הודעת שגרירות רוסיה בתל אביב צינית מאוד ואומרת כך: עכשיו פחת הסיכוי שהקסדות הלבנות יביימו פרובוקציה נוספת של שימוש בגז כלור בסוריה. רצח דוד בר קפרה, הפרקליטות דורשת מאסר עולם לבין ה-25 שהורשע ברצח שאירע לפני כשנתיים. לפני שלושה חודשים הורשע שותפו למעשה בסעיף הריגה בלבד. כתבתנו פיי גוטמן שמעה בתום הדיון את בנו של הנרצח אליה בר קפרה. כל הדרך היה לנו ברור באופן מובהק שהרצח כאן היה רצח על רקע לאומני. אנחנו באמת קוראים מכאן גם לפרקליטות וגם לבית המשפט לא להתפשר על פחות מהעונש המקסימלי שקבוע לשני הרוצחים. נילחם על כבודו של אבא. אלון קסטיאל ירצה כחמש שנות מאסר לאחר שהורשע בביצוע עבירות מין. מנכ"לית הרשות לקידום מעמד האישה, אווה מג'יבוז', אמרה ליעל דן, העונש שנגזר על קסטיאל קל מדי. בית המשפט קבע שהוא מטרידן סדרתי, שפצע ופגע פיזית ונפשית בנשים שעצר להם את החיים. הוא ישלם משהו כמו ארבעה חודשים בממוצע למתלוננת, ימשיך את החיים שלו, והם סיימו. תחזית מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות, הקלה רק ביום חמישי. אלה החדשות שעורכת שירה נאות.
בחסות פארק השלג בנמל תל אביב, מגוון פעילות.
חייב עבר, עוד לא קרה שיום חזר, מה שהיה, היה ונגמר, מה שיהיה זה כל מה שנשאר, מה שהיה אתה מנשלם, אתה כבר לא הולך לשם, מה שהיה, היה ונזכר, מה שפתוח זה רק
Oh, my God. 
Have we done a good job getting into our regular format or what? Have we done a great job bouncing right into an amazing and incredible post-Tishabov format? I say yes. I say yes. An emphatic yes. <laughs> I haven't been this emphatic in a long time. I can tell you that much. Ah, uh, boy, oh boy. And boy, oh boy, are we starting an exciting week here at JM and the AIM and the Nahum Siegel Network. A very exciting week, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll give you details about the week in just a moment. First, let me tell you that you heard the Marake. That was Simcha Liner. Eitan Katz with Hodu off of Shirei Pinchas, volume number three. Ruvi New with six days. Bring the House Down and Itcha Ani was done by Avremel. Avram Fried felt it was appropriate to get Bring the House Down uh, on on the 11th of Av. And sandwiched in there was Mordechai Shapiro's Machar. I believe Camp Misora is getting ready for a big Mordechai Shapiro visit later today. That should be exciting up in Guilford, New York. Hello, hello to our friends at Camp Misora waking up on this Monday morning. Um, so today, this morning, is the bris of the brand new baby boy born to a Sarah and a Yosef Siegel of Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Uh, the Seagulls of Brooklyn, and I, I take this opportunity to wish the um, to wish the Seagulls of Staten Island and Sarah's family down in Lakewood, New Jersey, a very, very special Mazel Tov. They celebrate this morning. It may, it may have already taken place, frankly. Uh, I know we have representatives there. We have Seagull representatives there from New York City, from Manhattan, uh, rather. Um, anyway, so uh, we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Great to announce another Simcha, Baruch Hashem. Big week for us here at JM in the AM. Big week. Tomorrow we take off with Nefesh Benefesh. Wednesday mornings, JM in the AM will be from the Nefesh Benefesh charter flight. Thursdays, JM in the AM from Yom NCSY. Friday with the NCSY summer programs. And then Sunday we're back to be at the Hask Experience on Sunday when we'll broadcast live and... Record our Monday morning JM in the AM. So we have a lot going on. I mean a lot going on here at the Nahum Siegel Network. If you want to get a special shout-out on the air during our uh, NCSY uh, show on Sunday or during, uh, excuse me, our NCSY shows on Thursday and Friday or our Hask show on Sunday, simply send a uh, an email with a subject line, shout-out NCSY or shout-out Hask. And send it to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. That's it. That's all you got to do and you're all set. 
We'll include it in the show. We're getting excited, to say the least. going to be amazing, amazing, amazing out in Israel. And amazing to uh, join all the Olim who are going to be going. Those of you who missed last week's conversation with Rabbi Fass, it is the largest number of children to be on any Nefesh Benefesh charter. Yeah, the largest number of children. In fact, in fact, one of the Nefesh Benefesh staff members joked with me and joked with me that they were considering they were considering Nefesh Benefesh Benadryl to be given out on the plane. But I know it's a joke. But yeah, could you imagine the largest number of children to ever be on a Nefesh Benefesh flight, charter flight, happens tomorrow. Can't wait. Can't wait to be there at the airport and to celebrate with everybody. Uh, big day yesterday. I want to thank everybody who had a part in the Project Inspire. Great job. New Springville Jewish Center by Siegel and, and the entire cast of speakers. Amazing job. Um, everyone's commenting about it. We just we provided great Tisha B'Av programming. I was at the Isaiah Wall. Special shout out to Rabbi Weiss, to Glenn Richter, and to everybody who made that um, Mincha prayer service so beautiful across from the UN yesterday. Big crowd, by the way. Big crowd. I think there were clearly over 100 people there yesterday. Big, big crowd. And uh, it was really nice. I'll tell you, really nice and really inspiring. Um. Anyway, yeah, next year again, Tisha B'Av's on Sunday. So if there is a Tisha B'Av observance next year, we should all gather uh, in good health and participate in that uh, incredible Mincha service. But again, we are hoping that there won't have to be a Tisha B'Av service at all next year, Tisha B'Av observance. Uh, let us uh, continue to pray for that. Oh, I didn't realize how late we were for Rabbi Goldwasser. A bit behind schedule. My apologies. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. The Yismach Moshe, who was the grandfather of the Yetiv Panim, once said the following concerning the Beis Hamikdash. There was a king. The king gave his son a huge sum of money together with a precious jewel that the son should wear it around his neck and remember his father's love. The son, however, he went on his own way. He squandered everything. He began to commit all kinds of evil deeds. He still had that precious stone that his father gave him. Even though he continued in his evil ways, he committed crimes that finally resulted in the decree of the death penalty. Even though that it meant that there would be no continuation of the royal lineage because he was the king's only son. The king did not try to save him. However, on the day of the punishment, when the son saw there was no hope, he opened his shirt took out the stone and said to his father, Father, please take this stone or else it will be lost forever. The king saw that the son still had the stone. He still wore it close to his heart and he knew that the son still had a connection to him. He felt as long as the son kept that stone close to his heart, he didn't forget his father, the king. No matter what level a person sinks to, we still have the precious Beis Amikdosh 
as long as we keep it close to our heart, as long as we never forget it, we can always be redeemed and we can always be saved. As we know from Chazal, whoever mourns Yerushalayim, the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash properly, will one day merit to see Yerushalayim rebuilt, to see the Beis HaMikdash in all of its glory. In the schus that all of us have been so careful for the three weeks in the Antishabov, and we have thought about the precious stone that Hashem gave to us. May we all be zoicha, may we all merit to see the building of the third and final Beis HaMikdash speedily in our days. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Monday. Thanks for joining us, everybody, as we uh, get back into our regular format post-Tishabov. Some people pointed out that they that they missed the traditional uh, post-Tishabov uh, Kalbach special. That is only when there is a tenth of Av uh, where we can present our programming, you know, our quote-unquote regular programming. Um... Uh, this year, because of the way Tisha B'Av was uh, was set up, so today's already the 11th of Av, so we are not presenting our regular Tisha B'Av, or I should say 10th of Av special, the uh, the Kalbach special, but instead jumping right into our regular format, I am happy to say, and people are very, very glad about it. I can tell you that much. Big week here at JM&AM. Don't forget, we fly tomorrow with Nefesh Benefesh with their charter flight. It is the 58th Nefesh Benefesh charter flight, believe it or not. Uh, we head to Israel, and Wednesday's JM in the AM will be from the plane. No joke. We'll meet a whole bunch of great people making Aliyah. We'll do our program from the plane. You'll hear it Wednesday morning between 6 and 9 in this time slot. Thursday, we'll be with Yom NCSY and their incredible celebration in Latrun. And on uh, a Friday, of course, with the NCSY summer programs, uh, we'll be there in Beit Meir talking about the great work that they are doing during this summer for so many kids that are in Israel. Don't forget, we'll also be uh, stopping by the Barkan Winery. We'll do a show from there, which you'll hear during Thursday's live lunch. And then Sunday, we're at Hask for Hask Experience Day. Uh, those of you who have special shout-outs for NCSY or special shout-outs for Hask, all you got to do is put the shout-out uh, in an email uh, in the subject line, write shout-out NCSY or shout-out uh, Hask and send it to me, nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L dot com. Well, Daniel Tamir is with us live via telephone. Uh, I have had the privilege of getting to know him better and better as me and my family continue to uh, increase our fandom for the for the Yeshiva University Maccabees, the incredible men's basketball team that had its most successful season ever, you might recall, uh, which uh, ended this past February with uh, an entry into the uh, NCAA uh, Division Three field, um, which was just amazing. And I had the, like I say, the privilege of uh, being with my son, with the players and with the coaches and just... Uh, getting to know them and see and, and to realize their incredible commitment to what they're doing and their incredible commitment really to the Jewish world as representatives of the Jewish world. Daniel Tamir is one of the assistant coaches to coach Elliot Steinmetz, and there is uh, something out there that starts 
on August the 6th that we are calling the Daniel Tamir Select Basketball Camp. Those of you who are in the New Jersey area, you have an opportunity to register your child and during the week of August 6th in Tenafly or the week of August 13th in Paramus or the week of August 20th in Paramus or the week of August 27th in Tenafly uh, have an incredible intensive basketball camp that goes from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. each and every day. Daniel Tamir, assistant coach, Yeshiva University Maccabees. Shalom, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom. Pleasure to be with you here. Pleasure, pleasure to, to have the opportunity. It's uh, you know we you know me I stress your work with YU but we should also mention that you spent some amazing years in Israel uh, representing the Jewish people in that way uh, a very successful career in the Israel basketball leagues tell us uh, for a moment what your resume included in terms of basketball in Israel uh, so I played seven years professionally both in Israel and in uh, Hungary I played six years. Uh, two of them in Apollo, Jerusalem. I traveled uh, to Naharia to play for a year, Yavne for two years, and Galil one year. And when I was younger, I grew up in all the national teams, the young national teams. And yes, had the, the privilege and the blessing to play uh, professional basketball. It was an amazing experience. And uh, in the recent years, I shifted myself into the coaching world. And we should mention, by the way, Daniel, it's not just YU. You actually, you're a full-time coach for for at least one of the Yeshiva League teams. Am I right? So I was uh, in the past two years, ever since I moved to New York, uh, the assistant coach for the Frisch Varsity team. Nice. Uh, which we also had uh, great success, thank God, uh, in the past two years. Last year we won a triple crown. This year only lost in the final. And I also work with the Moriah 7th graders. Very nice. A lot of great work, I'll tell you. Everybody out there who uh, understands understands the beauty of team sports and how important it is in a kid's development, uh, you're doing a lot of great work out there. A word about the uh, YU Maccabees. Uh, you know you know how excited I, uh, I was and continue to be, and my audience was, uh, in terms of the march to the Skyline Conference Championship uh, this past February. Uh, I, I can only imagine... Uh, what it's like to be a Maccabee right now. They they know that they've set the bar much higher in terms of what people are expecting. Uh, what do you think it's been like during the off season for the players uh, this time around? So you know, I'm privileged to work a bit with uh, Bar Lufin, step it up, and we see him every day, and I see the amount of respect and honor that he gets just because. He was a part of this successful team. <laughs> I think that the boys did something really, really special by really establishing something that was never done before. And actually, a funny story, uh, we established in the middle of the season something that's called spirituality before physicality. Where I, uh, together with uh, Tyler Hode, uh, did learning for the team for 15 minutes before every game in the locker room. And thank God it gave us uh, a humongous success in our games and obviously the boys were waking up every morning 6 a.m. to get with us and put in the work they're all very committed and it was fun to see that the whole community is really behind us it oh. was an amazing experience just amazing and i hope everybody caught what daniel tamir just said 15 minutes of torah study spiritual study uh in the locker room before each game 
Uh, a lot of people don't realize what goes on when a team takes their responsibility of representing the Jewish people as seriously as Coach Steinmetz and the YU coaching staff and team does, and that has to be emphasized. Daniel Tamir, Select Basketball Camp. So, Daniel, uh, we, we've, we've basically uh, been telling people that this is uh, a program for those who are in third grade and above. Uh, the the youngsters could do this either one week at a time or join you for for a number of weeks, right? They could do a number of weeks in a row if they wish. Right. So we try to create a easier program for all the kids, and we basically established the whole camp in Ben Porat Yosef. It will be much much easier uh, for people from the Paramus area, Teaneck area, New Jersey, area, and Englewood as well. And we're going to do it uh, all weeks. Basically, in Ben Parker's Oh, very nice. So, the, so everything's now in Paramus. Exactly. Oh, fantastic. Okay, we weren't aware of that. So everything's now in Paramus. It starts August sixth. It goes till the end of August. Who is this for? Tell our audience for whom is this basketball camp? So basically, it's open to everyone, and uh, not just Jewish kids. I feel like um, we sometimes exclude other communities because we are so close and so. Uh, committed to each other. So I'm really opening it to everyone who's interested in it. And, you know, my feeling, what I try to create here is really try to bring some of the things that we do with Yeshiva University, the things that I've done uh, as a professional player, and really prepare the kids for the upcoming seasons. You know, all of them have their tryouts, all of them have their teams that they try to get into. And also uh, players who are not necessarily as professional, that we'd like to have a fun time and play some basketball during the the August months when it usually is less crowded and less packed with activities. Right. Uh, a drop-off, as we said, is 9 a.m. each day. It goes until 3 o'clock. It's open to boys from grades 3 through 12. You're divided up in appropriate divisions. Um, uh, the program includes individual skill development, team strategy learning, daily fitness and exercise, competitive game play, and Daniel Tamir leads all of this with an amazing staff. It all starts August the 6th in Paramus, New Jersey, and goes for a period of four weeks uh, until the end of August. And we should mention, by the way, uh, there are a lot of parents out there who are big NBA fans. Uh, we should mention that the game that you coach on the college and high school level and the game that you teach to kids in grades 3 through 12 in the August program is much different much more comprehensive and much better, frankly, than what people see on television most of the time. Am I right about that? Listen, the thing is, is to really try to get into the small details and try to really, if, if a person sees Steph Curry shooting threes on TV, there's really a lot of work and, and hours and years of work to get to be on that level. Right. And I really try to open up you know, just their horizon to understand how much work there is to do. And, and you know, as, as we learn Torah, we have the idea of uh, to know what we don't know. Right. So that's pretty much the first step. And this, it's the same in basketball. So we really try uh, to go and, and run through the, these basic motions and to develop right foundations so that when they get to a high school level or college level, they're much more capable of playing and competing. In higher, in higher competition. Yeah, well, that's why the training is so important. Uh, you're affiliated, by the way, with names that some people in our audience are are, uh, are familiar with. Step It Up, and it's CMEC, right? Is that how people pronounce it, CMEC? Correct. Yeah, so uh, Step It Up is the camp that I'm actually in right now. Um, 
I've been here from uh, the beginning from the beginning of July, and been here for the past five years, and that's really the the, the place that I started to to meet the community and really started to see how much talent there is in the Jewish basketball, mm-hmm. which uh, eventually made me make the decision to move to America. And with CMEC, we created uh, a nice co- cooperation, and we really tried to use the fact that he's very experienced and Chad is doing a lot of nice work during, during the year, year-round. And that's something that we try to create uh, as a year-round activity, not just as you know, August program. Well, it's very cool. And they're going to pick up a lot of very important things. And they'll also learn to play together with, uh, with teammates and uh, develop all those skills. And frankly, if they get to hang out with staff members who are like you with the menschlich kite that you have, then I think parents, uh, should gravitate as soon as possible to the program that you are offering. Daniel Tamir is with us. The select basketball camp, uh, boys grades three through 12. It all starts August 6th. It's four one-week programs, but obviously any any child can go for one, two, three, or four weeks. Uh, it's the week of August 6th in Paramus, the week of August 13th in Paramus, the week of August 20th in Paramus, and the week of August 27th in Paramus. Information about all of this, you can email Chad, that's C-H-A-D, at cmec.com, C-M-E-K.com. That's Chad, C-H-A-D, at cmec.com, C-M-E-K.com. EK.com. Any other information or um, a method of communication, Daniel, you want to give out to the audience, or that's the best way to email? Uh, that's the best way. You can also look up uh, myself on Facebook and see some of the information and just see some of the workouts also that I'm doing uh, as far as activity that they can see some examples to it. So they can, they can just look up Daniel Tamir on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, good idea. Daniel Tamir, T-A-M-I-R. Go to Facebook or Instagram. You'll see exactly what's going on with the basketball camp. And again, the email, Chad, C-H-A-D, at C-M-E-K, C-M-E-K dot com. It's in Paramus, New Jersey. Starts August 6th. It's for boys grades 3 through 12. The Daniel Tamir Select Basketball Camp. Daniel um, good luck with the camp. Looking forward to seeing you when the big YU season starts again and uh, uh, continue having a very positive effect on the uh, children in our community. Kolakavo to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Nachum, and thank you guys, and have a beautiful day. The pleasure. Monday morning broadcast. It's JM in the AM.
ומשמיעים בגידו יחד בכל, ומשמיעים בגידו יחד בכל, דברי אלוקים חיים ומלך עולם, כולם עומדים בדום עולם, ומשמיעים בגידו יחד בכל, ומשמיעים בגידו יחד בכל, דברי אלוקים חיים ומלך עולם. In the AM, Mordechai Shapiro, he's expected tonight up in Camp Misora. They're getting ready for his visit. And there he is with uh, another great hit off of his uh, Machar album. That's called Kulam. Aryeh Kunzler at Modani. You heard the Moshav band with Come Back. And, uh, of course, uh, we will be uh, tomorrow flying with um, 
hundreds of olim from North America, including 127 children on the 58th Nevesh Benefesh charter flight in the history of the organization. Yeah, 127 children, the most ever, the most children in any charter flight. Imagine that. They'll be coming back, coming back home, and uh, we'll be uh, there for part of the experience, of course. And you'll hear the uh, Wednesday morning JM and the AM from the plane, from the uh, broadcast that we're doing from the plane. Wednesday's JM and the AM will be from the Nefesh Benefesh plane. I hope it'll be as inspiring for you as I know it will be for me. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at com on the NachumSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Our good friend Scott Feltman is with us live via telephone, executive vice president for the One Israel Fund. They have a big event coming up this Wednesday night. But first, he's going to help us get an update about some of the things that are happening in the Holy Land. Scott Feltman, One Israel Fund, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks so much, Lachem. Always good to be here. I appreciate that. You told me off the air that your staff and volunteers spent their Tisha B'Av down in the southern region of Israel, which has been hit so hard, much harder than the media, including the Israeli media, by the way, would ever uh, report to us uh, by these terrible terrorist attacks, fires, etc., uh, that are coming from Gaza. Tell us what happened yesterday, courtesy of the One Israel Fund. So I'll, I'll take you back a little bit during the war, because obviously One Israel Fund is synonymous with helping out the communities in Judea and Samaria yep. during the last war in 2014 in Gaza. So our security projects director, Mark Provisor, was making weekly trips down south, uh, just trying to use our expertise of what we were doing in Judea and Samaria and bringing it down to them. So at that point, we kicked off a campaign to re-outfit all of the Rav Shatim, the security, pro- uh, the security chiefs, the civilian security chiefs, with new, newly designed vests. Uh, you were quite involved with that at the time. Um, and uh, we, we set out to redesign the vests that had been given out during the original Intifada years. Wow. Um, and we created a vest that was specifically designed for the civilian security chiefs, because as people might be aware... The difference between a combat soldier and a, and a civilian are, are quite different in what they need. They're constantly getting in and out of their cars, patrolling their communities. And the vests that they had been given out 10, 15 years prior were too bulky and heavy. Um, and we set out to change that. We did. Uh, and then we actually uh, expanded that project into the security chiefs in Judea and Samaria. And at the end of the project, we did about 300 vests. And then the IDF announced, uh, after we were done, that they were taking our design and they were going to be replacing all of the security vests for the Kitat Kononut, the rapid response teams, which was another 4,500 vests. So our donors really, those dollars went a lot more than we expected. Um, But one of the areas that was neglected as well were the medics. And medics also have a different need and a different type of a vest. So we originally, about... Six months ago, we set out to try to uh, fix that problem in Judea and Samaria. And when the attack started again down south, uh, the same people that we were dealing with back then called and asked for our help. So we've now been trying to outfit the medics down south with vests. We all saw that the, you know, the situation escalated last week 
with sniper fire and one of our soldiers was killed, medics who don't have vests can't respond in the field of battle. So Mark Provisor, our security projects director, yesterday on Tisha B'Av, took his two-and-a-half-hour ride from Shiloh, where he lives, and set out to get down there. And uh, we went to about, I think, seven communities. Wow. Um, to meet up with the security chiefs and the medics down there and distributed uh, vests. It's actually a campaign that we do jointly with Hatzali uh, Yudhu Shamron, now formerly Rescuers Without Borders. So uh, we presented those vests down there. And we continue to try to raise funds in order to make sure that all the medics down there are taken care of. Pretty amazing. Scott Feltman is with us. If there is somebody out there who specifically wants to get involved with this campaign, and we know that some of our listeners express an interest in you know their money going specifically to uh, to one cause, uh, I assume just contact your office, right? I assume just contact the One yep. Israel Fund, and you'll make sure that those funds are earmarked for this specific project, which is going a long way, as you just described. Yeah, they can they can call our office, or even uh, if they want to be more efficient, they can go straight to our website. Right. And on our projects page, they can look for the the armored medic vest campaign. I mean, there's there's hundreds of projects there, uh, but the armored medic campaign is there. Uh, each vest uh, costs twelve hundred dollars to donate, and you know this better than anybody. Uh, the money that goes for projects, uh, there's really virtually no overhead. Right. We keep like two or three percent uh, for our own, you know, for our own administrative costs. But for the most part, everything that we do with projects goes to that project. All right. Uh, one Israel Fund website, everybody. One is the, the, the word one, O-N-E, oneisraelfund.org. All right. This coming Wednesday night, everybody has an opportunity to support this project and many others of the One Israel Fund. It's the ninth annual Five Towns Barbecue and Israeli Wine Tasting. The ninth annual Five Towns Barbecue and Israeli Wine Tasting benefits the One Israel Fund. It's happening this coming Wednesday night, beginning at 8 p.m. at the home of the Oved family. I hope I have that pronounced properly. On, Bar- yep. on Barrett Road in Lawrence, New York. Uh, and it, it is, it's really an amazing opportunity, not just to support the One Israel Fund. You, they're going to have some incredible barbecue and wine, it looks like, Scott. Absolutely. Every year we up our ante, and um, you know we're not too crazy with it. But it's 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 a wonderful evening. People have a great time. The food is great. The wine is great. Um, we try at all of our events to promote Israeli wines. Uh, a because they taste great and people enjoy them, but also to to help support those boutique wineries in Israel that are struggling sometimes. Right. You know, uh, especially with the BDS movement closing off certain markets to them. But all of our events, we try to promote them. Specifically, we try to promote the wineries, uh, Strajaday and Samaria. Um, but Israel, you know, Israel is, you know, yeah. the broader Israel as well. No question about it. So everyone has an opportunity. Check out the Israeli wines. Uh, hopefully, they'll end up being consumers. They'll be end up being purchasers of those delicious Israeli wines that they're going to taste on Wednesday night. And, of course, the incredible barbecue. Who's taking care of the catering on Wednesday? Catering is being done by Graves right here in the five towns. Um, the wine is being done by, uh, by two guys that we got close with, uh, who started a company called West Bank Wines. I think they're now Hearts of Israel Wines. Wow. Uh, but Graves is taking care of the barbecue with smoked brisket, uh, and all of their, their famous smoked meats. So it should be a really fun evening. What's the story with Graves, uh, Scott? I know that, uh, they, they've, they've got like a cult following out there. A lot of people are really into it. 
Um, uh, I, I assume the food is simply remarkable, right? Simple as that. Yeah. I, again, I'm not. I'm not the foodie guy, but the foodies, you know, they seem to know more than I do. But, uh, <laughs> you know, these, these 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 boutique specialty meats and stuff. So uh, you know, we we we, uh, we we have a good time with it. They're having a good time. They put together a phenomenal menu. Everybody that comes will be very very impressed. How'd you convince the Oved family to open up their home for this? So the Ovid family is a very funny story. Um, eight years ago, uh, Ilana and Ronnie Ovid came to me after the first barbecue that we ran, and I said, listen, our house is yours whenever you need it. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, I haven't needed it every year. We've had a, a bunch of people volunteering. Uh, but this year we felt, you know, it was, it, it was time. Uh, they're very, very close friends of mine from when I spent uh, time as the executive director in congregation Beth Shalom and Lawrence. Nice. And I called up Ilana and I said, uh, I'm calling in the favor. And she <laughs> said, absolutely. And they are the most wonderful, wonderful people. Fantastic. Everybody out there, you get a chance to support a great cause, to eat a delicious meal and try some fantastic Israeli wines. The ninth annual Five Towns Barbecue and Israeli Wine Tasting for the One Israel Fund happens this Wednesday night, beginning at 8 p.m. at the Oved Family on Barrett Road, in Lawrence, New York, you can go to the One Israel Fund website for information. It's One Israel Fund. One is spelled out, O-N-E, oneisraelfund.org, oneisraelfund.org. Obviously, it's there in their events section. You can register there, check out the information. A large reception committee with a lot of people in the community who are ready for uh, for the big event this coming Wednesday night. You can also email events at uh, oneisraelfund.org. And again, uh, oneisraelfund.org slash events will get you straight to the Wednesday night barbecue and Israeli wine tasting. Scott Feldman, anything else you'd like to add, sir? Yeah, well, two things quickly. Sure. It is going to be rain or shine uh, okay. because I know the weather is somewhat iffy for Wednesday night, but we have a huge, large tent Great. Uh, to accommodate everybody. So everybody should know that they'll be taken care of. And uh, if, you, if you're going to miss the event, the only excuse you really could have is that you're in Israel and the next night, July 26th, is our next summer uh, day trip. Uh, in Israel, this Thursday, phenomenal, this, uh, Thursday. this Thursday, uh, we have a phenomenal day trip to the Shomron. Uh, we'll be hitting places like Leshem, which is one of the fastest growing communities in all of Israel. Um, and uh, if you're not going to be in Israel this Thursday night, hopefully you'll be at the barbecue. But on August 22nd is our famous annual wine tour. Nice. So we have a full day on Wednesday, August 22nd. And we hit a bunch of different wineries and uh, the Ariel University Wine Center. Uh, it's really a phenomenal day that everyone comes back totally, totally changed. Uh, <laughs> and, and a little bit of vibes. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, two very important dates. First of all, a lot of people traveling today and tomorrow. Not just us, sure. but a lot of people traveling today and tomorrow for uh, Nachamu. Um, so anybody who's in Israel on Thursday, the One Israel Fun Day trip that Scott just mentioned happens this Thursday. Where do people leave from this Thursday? So it leaves uh, from Yerushalayim, from Liberty Bell Park, uh, cool. and it, uh, it leaves about 8 o'clock in the morning. It's a full day. They get back at 6.30 in the evening. Uh, it includes a gourmet lunch um, and a lot of different exciting places along the way. And the second one, as you know, a lot of people spend you know a week or two in the uh, middle to end of August in Israel. So August 22nd is the day of the wine tour you just mentioned. That would really take care of a full day for people who are looking for different activities in Israel while they visit there. So they could check that out as well. Absolutely. It's different activities and places they probably will never, ever go to. Right. 
uh, without without an organization like One Israel Fund, and it's fascinating the things that they'll see and wine and wine that they'll never discover without having gone with you guys. So. Correct. In fact, on July 26th, because we always try to incorporate some kind of a wine, right. um, and you know Amichal Luri from the sure. Shula Winery, oh, yeah. so we're, we're going to be doing barrel tasting on, uh, on July 26th, straight from the barrel. Very nice. That's this Thursday, everybody. If you know somebody who's in Israel now, let them know. Let them know, yep. if you know if you know somebody who's in Israel right now, if they're not tuned in this moment. All right, Scott, good luck Wednesday night. It's the One Israel Fun Barbecue and Israeli Wine Tasting in the Five Towns. It's at the home of the uh, Oved family on Barrett Road in Lawrence, New York, beginning at 8 p.m. Lots of great barbecue from uh, Gray's and lots of great wine tasting from the Israeli wine people. Uh, check it out and enjoy information at oneisraelfund.org. Thank you, Scott Feltman. Always a pleasure. And tell Miriam, it'd be great to see her, too. Yeah, but you know we're, in, we're flying with Nefesh tomorrow. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot. That's why I said All we're. Right. That's why I said we're. That's why I said we're the only. We're we're, we're one of those uh, people in the in the. Uh, you ca- want the excuse? Yeah, in the category of legitimate excuse. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Scott. Scott Feldman, executive vice president of the One Israel Fund. JM in the AM at a quarter after eight o'clock on this Monday morning broadcast. I wanted to report. You know the. Um, he hasn't been on the show in a while. Um. For no reason other than, I think, logistically, although I think he was with Matis on one recent fast day. Our Historically, our fast day consultant, Rabbi Elchanan Weinbach, and I just wanted to mention that uh, Rabbi Weinbach lost his mother, uh, Lee Weinbach, who so many people in this audience knew from her work with more organizations and causes and community efforts than I could even name. Uh, Lee Weinbach passed away. And the funeral took place on Friday. I was up there at the uh, Weinbach home uh, uh, in Suffern, New York, uh, yesterday. And uh, those of you who would like Shiva information or had a contact Rabbi Weinbach, just let me know. Email me, nachomenachomsegel.com. But I wanted to point out that Rabbi Ochanan uh, Weinbach is sitting Shiva. And we, re- we remember his mother very, very fondly. She was an amazing lady. And as I said to him yesterday, I knew her in so many different capacities. It was really, it was really something. Anyway, so our our condolences to the Weinbach family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Sixteen minutes after eight o'clock, it's a Monday as we head back to uh, back to work, back to camp, and yeah, I would say back to school for those who have school during the summer. And I thank you for tuning in during our uh, return to our regular format. If you have not yet liked. The Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page. That's where you find out everything, especially this week. Especially this week, you will find out a lot about what's going on because we're going to be with Nefesh Benefesh. We're going to be with NCSY. We're going to be with the Barkhan Winery. Excuse me. We're going to be with uh, our friends at Hask upon our return. Uh, there's a lot going on. Make sure to like the Nahum Siegel Network page on Facebook. Go to the Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Like the page. And you will be uh, up to date on everything that's happening. If you want to give a shout out to somebody from NCSY uh, who's involved in the summer programs as camper or or uh, madrich or madricha, or if you'd like to give a shout out to the people at Hask staff or campers, send us an email. Put in the email in the subject line, shout out Hask or shout out NCSY and send it to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M, S-E-G-A-L. Dot com. Monday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM with Miami, Darla Dar, your Achmiel in the choir with that selection uh, off of the um, album La Olam Va'ed, Forever. That's a great brand new one. It's a good song. Very good song. Uh, before that, you heard Eighth Day, Everything Is You is the name of that one off of Slow Down. Rumor, big rumor going on. That eighth day will be visiting our studio here at JM in the AM. Yeah, that's the rumor. That eighth day will be visiting our studio here at JM in the AM. Um, sometime, I think in the beginning of August, right? Yeah, I think in the beginning of August. So we're looking forward to that. Should be nice. Eighth day live in studio. And uh, before that, Mordechai Shapiro, who's live tonight in Camp Misora. They're getting ready Camp Misora for Mordechai Shapiro. He'll be up there tonight, and uh, everybody out there has a chance to uh, to see him up in Guilford, New York. Or the, at least those in Guilford, New York, have a chance to go see him. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So there you go. Hope everybody did well yesterday on the fast day up in camp, and Everywhere else around the world. It's the 11th of Av already. We're in our regular format here at JM in the AM. You know the schedule. We travel with Nefesh Benefesh tomorrow. We'll be on the plane doing Wednesday, excuse me, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday mornings, JM in the AM on the plane. Thursday from Yom NCSY. Thursday, uh, Friday from the NCSY summer programs. And of course, we'll be at Hask on Sunday. And if you have a shout out for somebody at Hask or somebody at the NCSY uh, Israel programs, the summer programs, send us an email to Nahum at Nahum uh, Send us an email with um, the words shout out NCSY or shout out Hask in the subject line, and we'll make sure to include it in our uh, in our little, uh, you know, what do we do? Show. <laughs> in our little show in Israel. Hey, on the next live edition of the Israel show, which is happening about uh, 30 minutes from now, are we lying before God? Lying meaning not telling the truth, not lying, you know, lying down. Are we lying before God when yesterday we said in Nachem that Jerusalem is laid waste, desolate without inhabitants, and mourning without her children? Is it? On the other hand, could we change age-old prayers? The Israel show will present the Nachem controversy. And imagine a lay leader coming to New York, the most established community in the U.S., and telling the Jews to get out before it's too late. Exactly 80 years ago on Tisha B'Av, Zev Jabotinsky spoke to a, gr- a crowd in Warsaw. The Israel Show shares part of his revolutionary speech. And, of course, a not-to-be-missed weekly Israeli music mix. Tune in right after JM in the AM to the Israel Show and like the, and like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. That's Mayor Weingarten. There will not be an after-further review today. Yoni's already setting things up for us in Israel. He's not going to be doing a show from there. So there'll be no sports today. But at 11 a.m., you'll hear Jake Novak with Novak Now. All right, so keep that in mind. And uh, I am assuming that a week from today, uh, yeah, a week from today, uh, Yoni will be back with uh, after further review, do sports and all that stuff. It was a rainout yesterday in the big baseball game, right? Wasn't it a rainout yesterday? Yankees met, so... I don't know how much there would have been to talk about. <laughs> I know, there would have been plenty to talk about. Monday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM, and it's brand new from Yaakov Shweki.
מצאתי שתי מילים שיהודים אומרים בכל מקום על מה שכבר היה, מה שעוד לא קרה לא משנה כי זה תמיד יהיה נכון מודים אנחנו לא בכל יום Ich bin noch am Mittwoch. 
Monday morning. We are uh, heading back to uh, work. We're heading back to camp. We're heading back to school for those who have summer school. We're back into our regular format. Oh, I love, I absolutely love the comment that Mayor Fertig, our very own Mayor Fertig, just left on the NSN app. I love this comment. I think it uh, it echoes a lot of people's feelings this morning. He writes, even after listening and being part of this since uh, 1985, it is actually rejuvenating to turn on JM and the AM this morning and be back in the regular format. And boy, is he right. And boy, it certainly seems so from the reaction we're getting out there to a quote-unquote typical Monday morning broadcast. It's Monday with thunderstorms in New York and a high temperature of 80. Yerushalayim is 85 up in Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Masoro getting ready for Mordecai Shapiro's visit later tonight. They're at 70 degrees, and we are at uh, 74 here in New York, expecting more thunderstorms, it seems. Uh, coming up later today, first of all, uh, Yoni Pollock has announced that because he is uh, he is completely overwhelmed, I'm, I'm just kidding, he's not overwhelmed, but because he's dealing with our, uh, with our um, 
set up in Israel. He's in Israel right now, Yoni Pollock. Happy birthday, Yoni, by the way. Celebrated a birthday very, very recently. Uh, anyway, uh, Yoni's in Israel. He's helping us uh, get things ready for the big journey, which begins tomorrow. So there will be no after further review today. Should return next week, a week from today, with Seth Gordon. Uh, Jake Novak will be on. Jake Novak will be on today uh, on Novak Now at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Jake will explain how one new weapon has changed everything for Israel, the Middle East, Russia, and even the United States. That'll be coming up at 11 a.m. Uh, coming up at 9 a.m. right after JM and the AM, 11 minutes from now, our very own Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show, Boker Tov Mayor Weingarten. Baruch Hashem. Well, I mentioned earlier that uh, you uh, you pointed out, and we'll certainly concentrate on this topic during the Israel show, you pointed out that yesterday we said a special bracha of Nachem. Mincha Tisha. It's one of the trivia questions. Name a bracha you say once a year. It's Nachem on Tisha B'Av at Mincha. But the contents, the text of that bracha is very interesting because... Uh, Phrases like uh, Jerusalem is laid waste, Jerusalem is desolate without inhabitants, Jerusalem is in mourning without her children. Uh, those that were uh, you know, true 2,000 years ago, we know are not true today. So are you questioning whether the Nachem that we have in our Sidor should remain as the Nachem that we say on Tisha B'Av? God forbid it should be I who questioned that because I don't have that kind of authority. But many great rabbis over these past 51 years have uh, discussed this question. Are we lying to God? I mean, we're standing before God, and we're talking to God, and we're lying. We're saying, oh, Jerusalem, oh, it's like sitting there without any homes built. It's totally destroyed and demolished, and none of the, her children are around. And Well, look around. Mister. So there's, uh, of course, many opinions, because like many things in Judaism, there are many opinions. And we'll try and give a somewhat of a, a broad spectrum of the ideas that are out there. On the next live edition of the Israel Show, the Nachem controversy. Mayor Weingarten will explain. Also, you say that there's a uh, there there's a uh, an episode that happened 80 years ago on Tisha B'av when Zev Jabotinsky spoke to a huge crowd in Warsaw, and I would guess essentially told the Jews to get out before it's too late. Yeah. It's an amazing. Unfortunately, there's no recording of that. It, it 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 makes me crazy every time I think about the fact that there are so few recordings of Jabotinsky speaking. And he was a master orator, spoken Yiddish, by the way. Wow. Um, and to to a you know huge auditorium filled with Jews in Warsaw, everybody knew he was a, a master orator, and he spoke about a lot of things. But 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 this one particular thing that. It's just the words, to hear the words, are just, it's its uh, goosebumps. I mean, it's, it's really chilling. Um, he, I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole speech. He spoke about his opposition to the whole idea of partition and how he says it'll never work, you know, because <laughs> there, uh, there were two partition suggestions. One was uh, earlier by the British, and, and he berates the British for basically breaking their promise. He says they made a promise to the Jewish people in the Balfour Declaration, and now they're just uh, breaking their promise. It's like a fire and brimstone speech, but we'll focus on this particular part of it where he 
basically tearing his hair out trying to wake up the population. I mean, Warsaw was like the New York of today, you know. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing that. Thank you. And we'll try and get in, fit in. I, I hope we'll have some time. We're going to just remember the fact that there was a soldier killed on Friday. Say a few words about him and remember him. 21 years old. <sighs> no, sir. No, no sir. Not, 19, 19. 19. 19 years old? Yeah. His, um, his, um, his friend, um, I'm sorry, his, his cousin, his first cousin, Noam Levy, um, I have here a post that he posted, and he writes that in a little more than a week he was going to celebrate his 20th birthday. Unbelievable. By the way, over Shabbat, you and I were wondering when the yard side of Zev Jabotinsky was. Yeah, you found it? He died August the 4th of 1940, which was, and you were correct, I thought it was in Av, it was the 29th of Tammuz. Yeah, so. I somehow rem- I didn't remember the exact date, I somehow remembered it was in Tammuz. And, 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 you know, one of those trivia questions that you always talk about is where did he die? New York City. Um, that, it, it, it close, very close. He, he died in the Catskills. Oh, yeah, he died in the Beitar. In, Camp, in right. Camp Beitar, in yeah. In Camp Beitar, right. He was buried in New Montefiore Cemetery, very familiar and, to people in our audience. Right, and and he put in his will, he's, he requested that he be buried in Israel only if there's a sovereign state of Israel. I mean, don't don't right. bury me in the land of Israel if it's under foreign control. And as my father used to always remind us, it was Levi Eshkol in 1964 who made sure to make good on that commitment. Because Ben-Gurion refused to do so. Right. Because they were such enemies and... Uh, and Gurion was very vindictive on those things. And both Jabotinsky and his wife's remains were brought to uh, yes. Israel. Har Herzl. On Har, on Har Herzl. All right. All right, listen, uh, your show's amazing. Good luck today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Mayor Weingarten has got the Israel show coming up next. More coming up at JM in the AM. Hamavdil ben Kodesh lechol Chatoteinu imchol Zareinu vechaspenu yarbe kachol Vechakuchavim balayla Yom panak etzel tomer Nekra leel alay gomer Amar shomer at aboker Vegam layla Tzidkatcha keyar tavor Alchata yavor tavor Keyom etmol kiyavor Thank 
ואתי חיה הושיעני, אורח חיים תודיעני, מדלות אבצעני, מיום ועד הלילה. תאר טינוף מעשי, בין יום ומכיסי, עיינה אלוה עושי, הנותן זמירות בלילה. Yeah, I wanted to include a Havdalah song, since we never say Havdalah usually. I know with Yantav it's possible, but we rarely say Havdalah during the week, uh, as late as Sunday night. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible Monday morning. Thanks for joining us. Tomorrow we're back between 6 and 9, and then it's off to Israel with Nevis Benefesh. Wednesday's show will be from the flight. No joke. Tune in. It's very inspiring and amazing, frankly. Uh, coming up next, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Novak now. Jake Novak at 11 a.m. And the plenty great music, as you would expect from our regular format all through the day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Until tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.